um, a lot of strife in relationships mm. because if you're not discerning enough or confident enough in your relationship, mm-hmm. you also won't be a great lover. Mm. Think about it sexually. Oh my God, Think about so it sexually. Deep. If you're not confident, yes. now you're trying to do it with the lights what off. What RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, who the hell is going to love it's you? It's deep. Yeah. It's deep. Like You actually can't perform. Yeah. You don't know how to love. You don't know how to give it out. You're actually just trying to take it in. Mm. A lot of reasons why a lot of people, a lot of women have children. I hate to say it. They want to find something that loves them. Hey guys, thank you so much for clicking this episode. Do me a quick favor. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and share if you care, obviously, and let us know what do you think about the show? Do you have any sort of rebuttals? How is it coming out? Are you taking in the information well? Let me know. So hit us up on thecommonground.info at gmail.com. Again, at thecommonground at gmail.com. And let's get on with the show. Let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Now let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. It's Friday and I'm ready to swing. Pick up my girls and hit the party scene tonight. Hey guys, what's up? It's Nicholas Jimenez, and welcome to the Common Ground Podcast. Today's going to be so cool. We have an amazing person that I'm interviewing today, but that's not until later, so I'm going to just let y'all be hanging right now. But how y'all doing? What's up? I hope y'all are good. (sighs) Life has been going fairly well for me there's been some hiccups but it's all right no worries we got to keep pushing you know what i'm saying we got to keep hustling for our dreams because nobody's going to do it for us so with without further ado let's get into the icebreaker all right so for today's icebreaker is a quote from the collective underscore evolution on instagram so the quote is that The most profound choice in life is to either accept things that are as they exist or accept the responsibility of changing them. And the reason why I wanted to do that one is because that's how I'm feeling right now, because a lot of things have been happening, not only with my life, but just things that I'm doing and just people around me. So it's like pretty much what the quote is telling me is like, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and cry or am I actually going to do something about it? You know what I'm saying? Because if we really think about it, at the end of the day, nobody really gives a fuck about us. Like, to be completely honest, nobody really does. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your boyfriend, not your spouse. Nobody does. Not even your friends. Like, obviously, they care about you because they, like, they love you and they nurture you. But, like, deep, deep down, like, it's honestly every man for themselves. And I totally understand that. So, hopefully, y'all y'all can take something from that quote and let me know what y'all think about it okay today we're gonna be interviewing this lovely lady her name is dr tasha that's that's how she wants me to introduce her so that's how i'm gonna say it so let me you know let me edify her real quick so let me give you guys her credentials so she has a doctorate in clinical psychology from berkeley a bachelor's degree in science and pre-medicine from Spelman College, 
today. She's the president-elect of the Association of Black Psychologists in the South Florida chapter, which is so cool, right? Black woman hustling out here. I love that. She has her own private practice that helps couples grief after situations like infidelity, affected families by addiction, um, individuals that have experienced any childhood trauma, things like that, which is so cool. Like, really? Like, wow, you usually don't hear that. Um, she also appears bi-monthly on one of Miami's hottest radio stations on Hot 105 FM with Jill Tracy on Sunday nights on Hot Talk. What? Check that out. Ooh-ooh. And she also does a talk show live and uncut every first Thursday with her stand-up comedian co-host at Gigi Music Cafe. And let me just tell y'all, I've been to that and it is so lit. I love it so much. I need to go let her know that I sent you. Obviously, she's right here, but you know, just let her know that I sent you. All right. So without any further ado, please welcome to the show, Dr. Tasha. Hey. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Hey, Common Ground. (laughs) So first of all, how are you? Before anything, like just how are you? Okay. I am doing all right. You know, today was the, the, the bridge collapse. You know what I mean? What bridge? Oh, see, that's what what's bridge? What bridge? There's a bridge at FIU that <gasps> collapsed. No. And a few people died. <gasps> no. Yes. No. Like the co- it's a pedestrian crosswalk bridge that fell onto a street. Are you serious? Yeah, and there's people like in ICU and urgent care. And, and I'm supposed to be the hot topics man, and I didn't even know it's okay. that. It's okay. I didn't even know if I could talk about that because I didn't know when you were going to air this. No. But it's a real thing. No, please. Totally please. Right put us on game. Yeah. We're safe. So I think right now I'm feeling blessed. I could go on about things that. I wish could have changed in my life, which I mm-hmm. think we may go into later. Maybe. From what you said earlier, mm-hmm. the quote was on point. Oh, but yeah, you. literally, like um, the whole nation has seen that on CNN. Really? I didn't as, see uh, nothing. And FIU. My, yeah. my parents didn't tell me anything either. Oh, yeah. Because I go the there. Because uh, I go to. Which one was it? Because I go to the Biscayne campus. Oh, I don't know. 107th, 118th? I don't know. The I don't know. I don't know either. I just, I just uh, know. Clearwater. City of Clearwater. Oh, no, that's no South, Sweetwater. Clear, that's, City of Sweetwater. That's South, that's South okay, Campus. Okay. That's the main campus. Oh, yeah. Damn. It's deep. Like, Damn. literally, it just collapsed. Like, could that's you imagine crazy. walking and then. Yo, I, that's why I don't like going on them. Oh, really? You got Mm-mm. a little phobia? Mm-mm. It says a lot about phobias. Mm-mm. We'll go into that later. I don't, I don't, you have I don't fears do. of I mean, bridges? No, I don't have fears of bridges. I have fear of falling, though. Oh, that's actually a common thing. I have a fear of falling. Even dreams, a lot of people dream about falling. Like, um, I'm not afraid of heights because I like love roller coasters and like airplanes right. and stuff. But like, like the actual like feeling of falling, falling. like, ah, oh, like kills me. I swear to you. Like, I oh, believe you. Oh, okay, but oh my gosh, like I believe you. So wow. you got some issues with control, then? You think so? Letting go. Oh, you get you all up on me now. That's real we, though, huh? We haven't even started. Oh, okay, Damn. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Right, because falling is a real thing. Because you, you don't so? know if what's gonna happen once once you fall. Mm-hmm. That's the question. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Oh no. Oh, okay. I mean, what's gonna happen once? Where am I gonna land? What am I gonna land yes. on? Am I gonna live? Am I gonna die? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a real thing. I. How does it? Wait, but how does that deal with control? Oh, because you can't let go. You think so? You just can't let go and just fall. Like think about a fall. Like a trust, trust fall. Yeah. But I can do a trust fall. Yeah, but when you know someone's behind you. you right. But free falling, right. that's the scary part. 
But yeah. you see that. But to get over my fear, I want to go to skydiving. I want to do that. Dang, you just you just address stuff just head on, huh? I mean, honestly, that's how I you do. Are. I do. Yeah. If we're gonna be completely yeah. honest, yeah. I do. That's not a problem. I don't I see a problem. I address things Dang. so head on. Yeah, you're like either come with it or don't come at all. Thank you. You get me. Okay. Thank high you. Five. Thank high you. Five. You get me. But okay, great. <laughs> that little therapy session yes. was so cute. Okay, great. No, but um, in a serious note, for damn, because I didn't even know about the FIU thing. Yeah, it really wow, did happen like, today. So, like, so I'm feeling blessed that I'm alive definitely. and that we could talk about. Yeah, please, it like, oh my god, like, ew, I, I honestly don't want to say like thoughts and prayers because that's so like disgusting Man. and tacky. But like for real, like, but for real, my feelings go out to the yeah, people that yeah. were affected, you know? Because damn, I didn't. I think even you know can about say prayers that. as long as you really do pray, because some people are so like, yeah, yeah, you know, because you know I'm a man of God and I do pray. So yeah, you know these people so if out you forget, here. Forget, don't say it. If yeah. you're a person that forgets about praying, don't say so it. So my my humblest like feelings yeah. and love go out to the people the that are honoring, affected. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow, that's yeah, just walking this class or a or like. Or, Somebody coming home, yeah. like to their dorm from class or going to class. Wow! Just walking on the bridge. Oh my God! Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's how I'm doing. I feel blessed that I'm talking to you. That's good. Oh, thank you. That was thank question. you. And I'm I'm feeling all right as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm really got right. some questions already. I can't oh, wait. Oh, you hear. think so? Okay. What? When you said you have hiccups, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about our hiccups. Okay, so okay. I so the my first well it's not really a question, but it's kinda like, you know, to open the show of yes. how we met. Okay, well, first of all, you're like hella cool. Oh, thank you. Okay, so where we played tennis twice together. Yes, you are my tennis buddy. Uh, yes. And yes. then the first time we didn't talk as much as we talked the second time, yes. and then we realized how much we have in common. Yes. And um, I mean, we like totally were like training on the tennis court, mm -hmm. like just personal training and it was good. You're like um, definitely committed to your journey. Your weight loss journey is. Thank you. I wish you all the best in it. You know what's so funny that it's funny that somebody like you is telling me that is because like I was always called lazy growing up. Really? Yeah. So. No, I don't that's think. That's kind of like mm -mm. a disconnect when I hear that, you know. So. Interesting. See, now we're going into like, see, that's we have to be careful about how we say what we say to people yeah. growing up because it stays with them. No, yeah. It's definitely. called a schema. Like literally the way you see yourself is literally sometimes by what you were said. Yeah. It sucks because if you, like your mom and dad don't want you to become a lazy guy, but they told you what you were doing yeah, wrong. They all they on on multiple occasions they would uh, tell me like, why don't you go out the house or like, why are you always watching TV or you know things like that. Like you were what? like studying talk show hosts yeah, I mean, probably the whole time. <laughs> Honestly, subconsciously, yeah, subconsciously, did, yeah, you didn't. They didn't know that was like. So a, they're like, why are you always watching TV? Like, why don't you read? Mind you, I love reading now. I hated reading before, mm -hmm. but then like. Why don't you go outside like normal kids? But then, like, they will See, just always call me lazy. Normal. And yeah. plus, and plus, because, like, I grew up heavy, yeah. you know? And in high school, when I started doing sports, that's when I started, like, being com like becoming thin. But okay. I grew up heavy, and I was always told, like, by, especially from my mom, she would always tell me, like, yo, you need to lose weight because you're fat as hell. Like, none, none of your oh, clothes will fit. Skinny? Is she skinny? No, she's, she's big okay. herself. We, we'll do a family session another day. <laughs> right? Because she's, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to actually But she was thin when me... she was younger. But right. when she had us. Right. So she was projecting her fear of not wanting you to become yeah. a kid that struggled with weight. Weight, yeah. But really, her way that she went about it yeah. of encouraging you was not probably so the she, most So she would tell me things like, yo, you, you're fat as hell. Like, you need to, you need to stop eating. Um. Uh. What else she, 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 she was she say? Versus modeling. She was. 
Modeling healthy eating is different she, than telling someone. She will be like, she'll be like, yo, that um, no girl would ever want you if you're that big. Oh, things first like, of all, things. I'm a chubby chaser <laughs> all day. Because there are women that like big men, bigger men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, we don't want your titty to be bigger than ours. However. <laughs> however, comma. Yeah, however, comma. Um, however, there's nothing comma. wrong with holding on to a few. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. It's just how I always grew up. And plus, because, like, my, my older brothers... They're they're a lot taller than me, okay. So oh, obviously they can hold a lot more weight than mm. me. You get what I'm saying? So I'm five eight. My eldest brother he's like six two, and my middle brother is like six. But y'all eating the same? Fairly much. Yeah, yeah, fairly. Yeah. So but the height alone, it's like okay, it'll make you more it's, round than the exactly, slender. Exactly. Yeah. So and it's and that's another thing. Like my mom would always tell me, like play basketball so you can grow. Girls don't like short dudes. Oh, dang. But mind you, my, my dad's shorter than me, so I don't okay. get it. Girl, okay. you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, okay, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, but okay. so Okay, mom, finish, we see you. We see you. So to finish, but no shade to mommy. I love you, mommy. No, but, but some things we could have done a little yeah. differently because it stays with you. Yeah, but to, to, to I guess to finish the, uh, yeah, of the question of how we met. Yes, we playing tennis. And we you were took it seriously. yes, we were t- we were um we were tennis buddies. My friend slash mentor Bryant McKinney um took me out, which he usually does, but now it has stopped because I work now. Thank God. Um, but we would he would take me out every Friday, and he me and him would train with his trainer, Coach Billy, um to play tennis. And then one glorious day, Doctor yes. Tasha came through. Glory. Well, like well, hello, raspy voice that I. Oh yes, this is real. This is a real that thing I right here. Loved. On, like automatically, like I like my heart yearned for you. I Shut swear up, to you. Like, I love you. And you're like super cute and petite Aww. and like, oh, friend, okay. I love you. Okay. But then I was like, wow, okay, this chick is cool. And like you said, our se- our first go around, yeah, we yeah we spoke, we spoke, we were cordial, yeah. we said hi, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But our second time, we, yeah, like yeah, you said, we went off to the we, side talking. When we got to know each other a little bit more, we're like, wow, like we got a lot in we common. We did. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. And look at us now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Did not count. So my, so this is where I want to talk about you. Enough about me. Oh boy! Right here we go. <laughs> so where did it all start for you? This like psychology, mental health, mental wellness thing. Like where did it, where did it all start for you? You being this strong black woman. Interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna take it back to go ahead. 2006. I'm living in Houston, Texas. I used to be a principal of an elementary school, and I knew that wasn't something that I really loved. Amen. Um, like loved, loved. Like mm-hmm. the reason why I was effective as a principal is because I was like a counselor to the teachers and the parents and the kids. So I was like, why don't I just low key doing psychology? All yeah, now. all day, yeah. all day. <laughs> so I became this um, rehab counselor at this boot mm. camp in Houston, um, or right outside of Houston, like Rosenberg, just south of um, Houston. Mm-hmm. And there was this psychologist I'll never forget. Um, I forgot. I think it was her name, Doctor Deborah. It doesn't even matter. But she was hey, definitely Dr. getting. Deborah. Hey, Doctor Deborah. <laughs> she definitely um, made at least three times my salary. Clearly, because I had a bachelor's mm-hmm. and I was a rehab counselor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was working with these like you know how the girls used to get um, pushed away from or sent out from like talk shows like Jenny Jones and Maury Povich. These bad teenagers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they would send them to these boot camps that I was working at. So I was able to work with like oh the like kids Sally that, Jesse Raphael. Yes, yeah, you remember. Oh my God! I loved I working that love job. It. Right. I love that so one show. of the girls, we'll just call her Samantha, that's not her name, but she was like, she got pissed at this lady um, in this lady's office. Your, your co-worker manager. My co-worker, yeah, Dr. Deborah, yeah, yeah. the psychologist, yeah, she was yeah. making three times my salary, mm. okay? She was a I white think woman. I was making 30, yes, uh, we go, let's go in. Let's okay. Go in. So I'm making 30,000, <laughs> but I'm only have a bachelor's, so it makes sense for her to make yes, her 90. Yes, yes, yes. So this girl, Samantha, 
Why um, do you still remember? We're gonna call her. We're gonna call her Samantha. Oh, okay, okay, we, okay. Obviously, we can't say her real name. Yes, yes. But yes. Samantha like charges out of her office and like runs away. And as I pull up in my car, mm-hmm. Dr. Deborah comes out to me and says, um, "Oh my God, Latasha!" Because I wasn't Dr. Tasha mm-hmm. then. Latasha, can you help me? Samantha just um, walked out of my office, mm-hmm. um, and you know you're the only one that really can get through to these girls. Mm-hmm. What? You're the only one that can really get through to these girls? You're the doctor, and you're, like, honoring how effective I am. Mm-hmm. What? I said, I need to go back to school and get your degree so I can get paid your yes, salary. Because you just asked me to help your patients. Yes. Yes. Needless to say, obviously, what is that, 12 years later? Um, hey, Dr. Deborah, with colleagues now. Yeah, but I, I went immediately to, um, from Houston to California to get that doctorate. Mm-hmm. The next year. No joke. Yeah, that's how it started. So I really loved working. I learned then I loved working with like bipolar folks. I loved mm. working with borderline personality, which is like not the most stable that psychologists love to work with. I loved working with cutters. I loved working with prostitutes. I loved working oh with like goodness. affluent, um, basically young adult women that uh, had a hard time with like self identity and their own sexuality. And really? yeah, and I was like, wow, I really love this job. Even though I was getting paid like half of my salary as a principal, mm-hmm. I would How never change it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I loved it. I loved going to work. Amen. With my eleven hundred dollars every two weeks. That's beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's where it started. That's so cute. Two thousand six. So it wasn't like something that you've always wanted to do, like like in in elementary school, like we um, fill in the blank. Oh, I want to oh, be when I grow up. You know what's crazy? I thought I was gonna be a pediatrician, mm. bilingual pediatrician in Panama. That's mm. what I used to tell everybody. Cause you you speak Spanish. Yeah. So all I knew was I wanted to speak Spanish and mm-hmm. go to Panama mm-hmm. and be a doctor. Mm. Not realizing I wanted to be a psychologist and not a medical doctor. I learned in Chicago when I like shadowed this physician in uh, Cook County Hospital. I didn't want to be a medical doctor. I don't even believe in medicine like that. Mm. Like sometimes you need to change your lifestyle yes. and then your physical health yes. might just change. So yes. take a nap. That might yeah. might need to be your prescription. Take a nap and drink some water. Preach. Man. Yo, water is what? such a blessing and people Do you, don't even know that. What? Do you know the aspirin that, that, that you take sometimes? Because this is the placebo effect. Ooh. Sometimes when you take that Advil, it's not that the Advil is doing that daggone thing. It's that the water that you finally drink for the first mm. time throughout mm. the day mm. that lets your headache mm. go away. Okay, mm. because mm. most doctors know after that medical school degree, that most um, headaches are dehydration. <gasps> Come on, you son. heard that? Come on, son. How are you gonna just prescribe all this medication for all so, these things? To make sometimes money. To make money. Sleep, stress, and uh, dehydration is the formula for most headaches. Going back to like you know the the eating thing, like that's what so like so deep. what? And when I found that out in high school, like okay. like I don't really be hungry. It's just because I'm thirsty. It's real. Boy, I'd be pounding down those oh, water really? bottles. really? That's good. i pound down those water That's bottles. That's good to know. Which is why, you know, the whole Slim Fast effect back in the 80s, 90s, you know, people drink their Slim mm. Fast. Yeah, life is okay without eating every damn meal. Okay. Okay. Put your fork down. That's all we going to say. That's our... That's and, the title. Put your foot down. And hold on. This is the last little thing about okay. food. So okay. you know what's so funny? I feel like such an adult. Like it's so oh, it's welcome. I feel like I'm adulting because yes. like I just got put on to like oatmeal and stuff. Like and I love it. It Do is you? so good. I don't like, what about grits? Do you like grits? I love grits. Oh yes. okay. So you didn't grow up in a um uh a black uh, no, well, background. no, no. So they my eat some grits. So my family is is mixed. So my mother, my mother is full Dominican. Okay. And my father is Puerto Rican. Oh. 
But then oh, okay. I found out my grandmother is African. Well, we're all come from the motherland. Yes, but, if but we really, technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm but saying? But you're not that far off. You're just like, a, you're like a fourth. Exactly. African. So, because the thing is that my grandmother looks like you. Mm-hmm. Got you, you know what I'm saying? And my father is lighter than me. I got you. So, when I yeah. tell people that, yeah, I'm black, they be like, shut up. Especially when I when I went to an all-black school, Hollandale High, I didn't fit in. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't fit in. Complexion is it's deep. Yeah, colorism, hello. It's so deep. Hello, but I couldn't fit in. I couldn't fit in with the jocks. Mind you, I was a football player and a wrestler. Mind you. Uh, I didn't fit in with the jocks. I didn't fit in with the Hispanics. I, so the Latinos didn't think you were Latino enough? Enough. The blacks didn't think I was black enough. The Latinos uh, didn't think I was Latino That's like the world Latino of the biracial enough. man. The whites that didn't is. think I was white enough, even though I'm not white, but still, I can I can play it up. No, no, I get it. So, um, like an Italian. Yeah, yeah and yeah. plus when I, di- when I dyed my hair bleach blonde, I looked like a white boy. Oh, so, look at you. Yeah, I was really. Yeah. Excuse you? Hello. Oh, I've always wanted to know, like, what goes on if I was in white spaces, if I could just be a little white girl one day. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, and I didn't, I couldn't fit in. I and, believe you. And I didn't fit in with, and plus, I had all AP classes, so I couldn't fit in with the smart people. Man, like, come on, AP. I couldn't, I couldn't fit with the, the people from the hood, and I was like, and mind you, I feel most comfortable with people, like, you know, with a more, like, urban, edgy kind of background, right. if you can say that. Yeah, we can say that. And I just didn't fit I anywhere, like so... What I would do is that I would do, like in the movie Mean Girls, I would either eat in the bathroom stall by myself. No, like for real. Yeah, eat in the bathroom stall by myself or go to my favorite teacher's um, classroom and just eat there and chat it up with them. So like no friends? Um, There were times where you didn't have Associates, associates. because 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 you didn't fit. Yeah, because I didn't fit in, and plus that I went to Holland in my senior year because I got, um, oh, I got, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got scouted to go there yeah, to play yeah. football, and everybody's already has their clicks in senior, senior year. year. You know what I'm saying? And my it's best, rough year and my switch. best friends are in MacArthur in, in my other school, so it's like, oh, okay, whatever, I'm gonna just do it. Whatever. That's why you beat to your own drum. You've been doing this for a little while. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had to learn the beat to the so, job. So, yeah. Then either I would sit by myself in the um, in the bathroom stall eating or go to my favorite teacher's office and just chat it up with them. Mm. And then I did the worst thing I could ever do is get into a relationship because I was bored. And that oh, was, oh, my God. I believe God, you. That is the Boredom. worst. That was the worst. Wow. And did you stay in it long because I you were did. also bored? I did. I didn't get no ass out of it. Nothing. It wow. Was, it was... It, oh my god, it was so toxic. It was so mentally toxic. I believe you. Because like I would coddle her for every little thing. I'd be like, "Yo, babe, we got this." Da, da, yeah, da. yeah, yeah. But the second I had a problem, mm. she was like, "Get over it." Oh, oh don't worry it was about all it. About her. Don't worry. It wasn't. It's not even that. I guess she just didn't understand what I was going through, or she just didn't. I guess it didn't connect with her. Dang. So I don't blame her. Whatever. She's long gone. How out long of my did life. that last in senior year? Like six months? Yeah, just about. Yeah. Just about six months. And we would call it a waste of time? Or you I, I think so. Dang. I didn't get no assholes. <laughs> Dang. Not senior year. That's when you're supposed to be jackhammering so, it up. So, no, yeah. Um, and we were supposed to go to prom together. But because oh, she, she was acting up, prom. she was acting up. So I was like, you know what? You could go whatever. And plus, Hollandale's prom was whack. So I didn't go. I went to my old school's prom. Oh, and Hollandale, I had the time of my life. That. I had the time of life. Me and my best friends, we would. Kiki can whoop de whoop. What? Okay, because they were still your friends. Yes, they, those are still my friends to this day. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's a little um little. Was the football season at least a good season? 
Yeah. Since oh, and in in Hollandale, yeah, we were undefeated. Oh, okay. Excuse you. Hello, we were oh, undefeated. Sorry about we that. went. We we um we didn't uh we went to we didn't get to go to states because we lost the second to last game to go to states. Okay. So. I have, like I it was you. a great season though. Oh, like okay. you know, so we you're got, glad you went. All right, we got our varsity jackets. We was on the news. We was super cute. Why? Oh, we was the Lord. talk of the town. Crazy. I'm telling you, like in that school, it's literally like a movie. Like the 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 high schools and movies. Like oh, it was so segregated. Like how the movies I've are. I've seen it. And like the jocks are literally like celebrities. Like there was literally fan pages about us. Like. Like the, it was kind of like TMZ, like oh look what such and look what the receiver is doing with his girlfriend. Or, what year was da, 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 da. that? When did you graduate? 2015. So okay. for 2014 to 2015. Got you. So it was just really really weird. Uh, but, oh, I hate you. I, I'm asking. I'm. Why can't we talk about you? No, too? because this is supposed to be about you, but I'm talking about me. No, and, we all learned, didn't we? All learned. Anyways. Ground. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> no, but I think I think this conversation for my next question is okay. What is your thoughts like about mental health? Okay, now we're getting into you know what I do on a daily. Yes, go basis. ahead, bless me. Okay, so my thoughts about mental health is that number one, it affects one's physical health. Amen. I know a lady right now that um she's been going to the doctor to find out what's wrong with her, mm-hmm. and they can't find anything mm-hmm. when really she's completely having anxiety and panic attacks, <gasps> but they think something's wrong with her heart. Oh my god! You see how this works? Oh my god! But no one's talking to her about her mental health. Yeah. They're making the doctors, the medical doctors, are making all this money off of testing her physical <gasps> heart when really we need to maybe talk about like what broke her heart Amen. back in nine years old. Because that can actually old. kill somebody, a broken heart. What? I found oh, that, that out. It's real. I found that out. I was like, wow. No, I know it's real. I've seen it. And um, panic attacks. I found attacks. that out at Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, yeah, see? That's why I found it out at Dr. Phil. Um, yeah, no, I, I believe that. So f- mental health affects the physical health. Um, it also affects relationships. So your mental health is, let's see, did you grow up um, with trauma? Did you Do you have unresolved childhood like mm-hmm. issues? Mm. Um, whatever you saw as a child, what did you think of adults? Do you believe you can trust them? Did they betray you? Did someone make broken promises? Kind of so like just- imposter syndrome, kind of. Oh yeah, that could be. I never thought about it in that mm-hmm. way. That's a that's a real thing. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Make that up? No, I'm, <laughs> did I make it I up? I didn't know that as a diagnosis, no, no, but no. in terms of like a. So with the well, the actual things with the parents, like so with the child with the parent, like how they can't, I guess, fit like physically understand like what's mm. going on in like certain situations. So you know, like um, uh, in uh minority communities, like there's always that couple that the parents aren't together and then the baby father doesn't want to see the child and then the yeah. baby mother is like you see your daddy don't want to see you and uh, how can you have that sort of conversation with a five-year-old you know okay what I'm i see so that's you just kinda, can't even conceptualize what's yeah, going on you in can't, your real family your thoughts can but what's deep con- about let's just use that let's use this we'll call him carlos okay. that's his real life right okay so carlos grows up and believes that the one, child, the child, the child. We'll yes, call, yes, yeah, yes. Carlito. We'll call him little yeah, Carlito, yes. right? So Carlos, <laughs> he cannot like even handle a relationship because he anticipates rejection. Mm. He anticipates oh, abandonment. Shoot. He anticipates that like relationships don't don't stay long. Ooh. Like that's a real thing. So now you're 40 years old. You don't Ooh. understand why you got eight different relationships, but no one's ever wanted to commit to you. Mm. 
because you've anticipated rejection. You act a certain way waiting for someone to leave you. Like that came from five years old Ooh. from your pops. Oh, okay. And see, we want you talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's all unconscious. Mm-hmm. But you react no, to definitely, the world definitely. It's, in the yep. way that you grew up. And it's last, always in the back of your mind. What? It's all you know. Yeah. That's actually how you think of love and how you think of yeah. relationships is deep. Mm. And the other thing I wanted to say, my thoughts about mental health is that... Um, it's neglected in the brown community. It is. Right? It is. So I know even in the Asian community, a lot of times they kind of will put it, to, put it to the side and just say like, oh, okay, there's something wrong with them. If I even know about suicide, mm. like when it comes to the Asian community, it actually can be something that is like, oh, that's something that they've decided to do. It's not looked down upon. It's not shamed. Mm. It's just a matter of that's what they decided to do for their life. Mm-hmm. So you see how in that culture, it's kind of like, what this is what I've learned in um, while um, just doing my studies. Study the field, yeah. Right, because I wanted to know how to work with all cultures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here I am. Which I is could, so beautiful. God, you have to. God bless you. Because you can work with all cultures and, and know that like you can't project your feelings yeah. of depression when really they're like, no, that's what they're going through. They're grieving and allow them to grieve. Amen. American culture wants you to be over it by tomorrow, go to yes. school, go to work on Monday. But like the South American, the Asian culture, they're like grieve though. They're sometimes like give your whole family 30 mm. days to not even talk. Do mm. you hear me? How deep is that? Like mm. to understand that your family doesn't even have to talk. Mm. Or like we're all either gonna wear black or we're just gonna all be together and like not go to work. And can you imagine in American culture, we don't we're like, oh your brother got killed. That's, oh, okay. oh, that's how so soon sad. do you think you're coming to work? Words. Really? It's Thursday and I have to come <laughs> back on Monday. Like you didn't even like send flowers. You didn't eat nothing. So the point of the um the matter is in the brown community, a lot of times if we could acknowledge that mental health is like um affects us all. Don't even get me started on the historical trauma mm. of just right slavery and mm. how that's just kind of I can't use the word messed up our mind. What can I say? It like has a just cultural created. You yeah, it's just created like, how we think. Yeah, it's not like you can't call it messed up. It's just the only thing that we know is post-slave syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like this is how we are towards each other. This is how we are. Absolutely. Even when people say the white man, I'm like, is he that scary? Still? <laughs> I'm not that terrified of the white man. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm not there. Yes. Um. If, in fact, if you talk to most Spelman women, hello Spelman College, you literally hey. we are taught that like we are an educated black woman can intimidate. That white CEO, yes. knowing yes. that not only can we probably take your job, but if we create our own business, it might be a threat to yours. Oof. But we're, we're taught that, right? Because you're mm. empowered to know that, like, mm. a brown girl that's got some smarts and uh, some poise. And that's, and that's cute. Like, hello. What? Don't be cute. <laughs> don't add a nice smile to it. Please don't. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's neglected. Mental health can be neglected in our community. So may I ask a good question? So of I want to go back to what you were saying about, like, dealing with like the death and actually have to get over it by some literally in 48 hours like man what do you like like our mental psyche cannot handle that like Uh -uh. what do you think like what do you think goes through our minds through that and like why do we do it well in the american culture it's just not um what do you call it it's just not i guess important embraced significant Mm -hmm. um we're just just a very like go 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 microwave society so the idea of like the fact that like there's five stages of grief, right? So you start with denial. Mm. So first you're like, what? You said who died? You know, everybody remembers John's that phone. Call. Yeah, all that. Let me he's, just call him. Right? Yeah. All that is deep. So you go into denial yeah. and shock. That can last a long, long time. time. I know someone that still drives by like a, the house of their ex-boyfriend oh. or their boyfriend that um, passed away yeah. and was killed because in her mind, he's got to come home. Like it's been five years. That's a real yeah. thing. 
So then there's like denial, there's anger. So then now you're mad. You can be mad that they're gone, right? Mm. Oh, grandpa left us, and now we don't even we can't even get along as a family. Mm. Or oh, I'm mad at so how deep, right? Don't let the glue die. When the glue what? dies, now we don't even see each other. Especially in the minority community. Wow, what? it's deep. What? Which can only I go into like, man, man grandpa might have been like kind of tired or yeah. overwhelmed that he had to keep all y'all together. Who's gonna lift him up? The, the man had to go. Sometimes that's the beginning of heart attacks. What? Don't even get me started on that part. Mm. Um, but the idea of anger and the anger could also be at God. That's a big thing. Like I'm mad at God for doing this, this yes. and that, for taking away this person. Yes. So we can sit in our anger. Then we go into sadness. How long does that last? I work with a few people myself that are really struggling with depression. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, like that mourning are, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and like they go into it and like it can it can affect your your sex life. Like think about it, you're married, yes. but your mom died. Yes. So I know I want to do my wife, but really right now I'm not yeah, really thinking you about. You can't think about that. You what? can't. You can't get um, aroused. Yeah, no, you're absolutely. not. You're literally absolutely. like you literally. And so then that and then the make, woman thinks it's her. She, it's deep. Yes. But you're really just you're really just mourning your mom. Yeah. But nobody said all that when you was like on your your mom's deathbed yeah. or you yeah. were, like they were struggling with the diagnosis. Because um, with things like that, like we'll get called a pussy or we get called called. Right, gay. And, and that sucks. All that. That's in the F word, please. Yes. F a g g o t. Yes. I hate that yes. word. Like something's wrong with you because you're sad because about someone your mama died. and I can't have intimate relations with now my wife. Now we're getting into the gender roles of it, it's sad because this is why a lot this is why I think a lot of men actually sometimes well not sometimes men die earlier than women. <gasps> They do. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Think yeah, about it. How right. many big mamas are out there versus right. the, the, the big right. papas? You're right. They're just not. You're right. Because they hold so much. Like, because we don't, as women, hello, <clears throat> we don't allow them to have weak moments. Mm. We're still like, oh, baby, pull it together. Really? Why, how can we, like, become Absolutely. a mess? But they can't Absolutely. become a mess. Absolutely. It's just not fair. And it's beyond death. It could be I had a bad day at work. I don't feel competent. Mm -hmm. How many times do you feel not competent or not body image? Men go through the same yes, type of body the things image. things that women do. Absolutely. The same thing. But I, how you going to look at the mirror and talk about, what? what? But I wish you would no, tell your girlfriend, baby, do I look fat in this? She'll be like, mm. yo, pussy, um, mm. yeah. Mm. If you don't uh, mm. zip them up and let's go. Uh -huh. Yeah, there's no room for you. Um, it's not fair. So we got anger, depression, denial, and then bargaining. So you ever Ooh, had... I don't know about that. Go oh, ahead. let me tell you. Go ahead. So you ever... You know how there's like two grandmas. There's like the mean grandma that you're okay. like, dang, grandma. And then there's like the nice grandma. I don't understand why uh, mean grandmas live forever. Like the mean... <laughs> Right? So sometimes... I mean, both oh, of my grandmas are fairly strict, oh, so I guess... Oh, they both are? Yeah, okay. they're fairly strict. All but I know... super nice and down to earth. Oh, they're super nice? Okay, so they got a good balance. All I know, sometimes you're wondering, like, dang, why did God take the nice one? Damn. So you're bargaining, like, why did they take the mean sister? Why didn't they take the one that was... I mean, why did he take the nice sister versus Damn. the mean sister? That's bargaining. People really do that. Or why did why did you let my dad die? Right when I have a close relationship with my mom, mm -hmm. that's a real thing. So that's a bargaining thing. And then the last is acceptance, which can come as easy as one week, or it could come in a decade. Shoot. So that's grief. And then how how can we like deal with stuff? Like I that? would say allow yourself to go through all the stages. Mm. Don't like don't go don't push it quicker because you're like oh it's i haven't let this go and it happened last september really you had a significant death in your life like eight months ago yeah, and you're like, supposed to be over it yeah no allow yourself to feel mm -hmm. and be sad and be angry angry at many people isolate yourself it's healthy it's very healthy to like allow yourself to feel mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with you if you're grieving Question. yes um so when i deal with 
um, certain things, big or small. Yeah. I like to talk about it. Is that healthy? Oh, it's so good, which is why therapy works all the time, mm. right? So first of all, that means that you don't want to, you want to release it. Absolutely. As soon as possible. Please release as it. As soon as like, possible. Because it may come back Give up in a week. Give me the answer from, yes, you get what I'm saying? That's how it. I am. That's healthy. That's what it is. It's oh. like a release. So there's one to release, right? And the other part of it is to feel heard, mm. which the world does not feel heard. Mm. It's so, At all. So that's, that's what you're getting out of being able to talk about it. Okay. There's no magical thing that happens once you say it out loud, mm -hmm. right? If you think about it. Not really. It's just that, like, I got it out and, and maybe I can get cared. somebody else's perspective Man. on it. You get what I'm saying? That's how I think about it. Yeah, because we need each other. I mean, Absolutely. we all need each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. All of us. There's like, I'm a psychologist. I just talked to uh, one of my best friends and I was like, um, so can we uh, have a sit down? I need this session on Tuesday. Oh. And he was like, what's going on with you? Like, I needed him, his doctor hat. And I needed to like him to be my psychologist for mm. like 30, 40 minutes. Mm. Yeah, How did that go if I can ask? Oh, you could ask anything. It was so good. I was asking him a few things about my relationship and it was great. Aww. I was like, huh, I'm really wondering about this, this and that. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't reactive. So I'm a person that I don't stay around long. I have a history of like, my parents aren't, aren't the most happy. Mm. Let me say it in that way. Mm. And so I do not want to be in a relationship that where I don't see just longevity exactly. of happiness. Because yes, yes, longevity, yes, yes. I can stay in anything long and be loyal. Mm -hmm. But to just have like longevity and happiness, like that actually doesn't, sometimes that doesn't go together. And I want that. So mm. I'll cut you as soon as I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That's going to piss me off. Mm. But right now I'm fairly happy. But I was like, I didn't want to get in the way of being able to just give my guy enough time to grow because mm. that's actually just Ooh, as that's important powerful. isn't it that's so versus powerful. being salty and being like i don't deserve this <laughs> what's wrong with you right like how am i gonna like teach you couples how to this right mm -hmm. and then like it's all about me when i'm mm. like dang i need to step back and realize like he's doing his very best mm. In his time, and he right probably now. just doesn't know how to do better, man. You and, know? And, and if he's open to it, please. Oh, that's a keeper. That? Okay, so that's yeah. what that's what my friend talked to me. He was like, okay, but if he's talking about trying, then like just be patient. There's, and I was like, yeah, oh. there's chance in that. There's promise. Yeah, in that. you can't exactly. be mad at somebody that hears what the constructive feedback and then wants to try mm. and do something different. Mm. You can't mm. be mad at that. Amen. Like never. So, and then going to you, like, where do you think that comes from? I know you said from your from um, your Which mother part? and father. Of me being quick to the yeah, trigger? Yeah, yeah, So is that like an insecurity for you? Or it is, is it like a, fear. a de defense mechanism? I'll call it a fear. Okay. Me and my brother do not want to be in a long-term relationship and miserable. Mm. We just don't. So you're the kind of person that like always has somebody arm's length? I will, No, no, I'm, I'm jumping in head first. Mm. I'm swimming <laughs> in intimacy. And then I'm like, oh, you have four kids instead of two. Why did you lie about that? And not only am I going to listen to your response, I'm also pissed off that you didn't give me enough moments right in our, the beginning of our relationship to tell me the truth. Mm -hmm. And I remember this guy in my head, like great guy, but he was like, I just knew that I didn't, I didn't want to lose you. So I told you I only had two instead of four. Guess what? Do, am I now into him because he now tells me the truth? No, mm -mm. I'm pissed off mm -mm. about the fact that he is has the capacity to lie Ooh. to try to keep me. I'm good on that characteristic. And where does that come from? Like that situation like, I lied to you because I wanted to keep, keep you. you. Where does right? that come from? From the fear. Everybody, there's so many fears in the world. So I've heard that a lot of times, because women think men are liars. I don't actually think y'all are liars. I had a great example of men, of a man from my father. Amen. And he'll actually probably hurt your feelings by telling you the truth. You know what That's I mean? I Which I'm the same way, right? Versus just to lie to your face. Yeah. So what, what I remember from I my brother. I just thought it was because I'm from New York and I just told hey, you how it is. You know yes, what I'm saying? The Northerners, so. I'm not that. My dad's from Philly. Like, don't play. Because like, that's how I was raised. Like, you know, 
know, be a man of your word. If you don't, if you don't mess with somebody, let them know in your in their face. So there's what no, yeah, there's no if ands or buts. There's no, yes. there's no gossip behind your back. You clean. It's you get true. what I'm saying? But with my dad and my brother, they said, they said sometimes men will lie mm. to get what they want, but not because they're liars, but because they really want you. Mm. So there, it's kind of sexy. So like and the then players. it's like. Some of the players, some mm. really ge- genuine. I remember a guy that told me, "Hey, Nino," <laughs> he said. He said he was gonna move to Florida. Mm. Okay, real story. 2012. Mm. He was gonna move to Florida from California mm-hmm. to be with me because mm. I knew I wanted to end up in the Miami area because I love hot weather. Sure. I've always loved hot weather, palm trees, all that. Oh, I can't. And so, in Cali, he, you're not into. That. I hate it. Okay, see, I'm. I love this because I'm a sweater. I'm a sweater. Oh, that's not so sexy. Yeah, I'm humidity. a humidity. No. Yeah, so I told him in 2012, I said, I want to move to Miami. Will you move with me? He was like, yeah, we have been dating for like four or six months. And my dad was like, this boy, this man has a seven-year-old in California, and he told you he was going to move to Florida? Lies. What? And mm. I didn't, but see, I believed him. So I went back home. I believed the believed boyfriend. The boyfriend. Mm, mm. That he was going to move to be with mm, me, and mm. that we were going to see the sun maybe in summers, and mm-hmm, once a month mm-hmm, he could go and visit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what, all the, and I asked him, after my dad told me, that he put me on game, right? And so I was like, um, is it true that you're not? Gonna, or, or, or when did you plan on moving to Florida? He was like, oh, when my Because um, you son, had the conversation after what? you and dad. Yeah, now it's mm-hmm. time to talk. And he mm-hmm. said, um, probably when my son gets to be in high school. Your son's seven right now, homie. Girl. So you're telling me in seven years. I have years, to wait. Yeah, but you didn't say that when I said, baby, are you going to move to Miami? He said, yeah. He didn't say in seven years. Yeah. So that's, you see how the lie, it wasn't because he's a liar. He just wanted me, but he wanted to kind of. It's just like a omission to the truth. Yeah, elongate the truth. To stretch the truth. But it still was a lie. Uh, so the the problem is I don't do well with those. So I'm out. Like mm, I literally same. broke up with him. I think it was a Thursday. Mm. Yeah. And I've been told it's because I'm a Libra, but I just no, think I'm like the second you lie to me or the second you like. I'm a like, little terrified of that. You know, like the second you you double cross yeah. me, that's it. You're done. Especially if you're not the one to then say, you know, when you make a joke with somebody and you're like, just kidding, before they find out that you're, you're like. Seriously joking. Yeah. That's what I call okay, it. Okay, yeah. As long as you Seriously stop me before joking. I believe it too long. Yeah. But he let that lie go on because I'm believing that this man's about to yeah, move with me. Definitely. No, Within sir. the next six to eight months. Man, because I was oh, okay. out. I left within about a year. Mm-hmm. Been here since 2014. So then my next question to you is yes, sir. Like how, like what are some ways to like help us with our mental health? Like is there any ways to grow it or like maintain it? Oh, to maintain our mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay. In addition like, let's to say, therapy. Let's say we're in like in a shitty place and we want to uplift ourselves. Like is there any like tips and tricks that you know? Okay. So one big thing for me is to get into my body. So I like to go dancing, to go okay. lift weights. Okay. Right? So like the same way you like to work out. Like mm-hmm. it's beyond just looking fly. It's like you literally. <laughs> that's the add-on. Right, right, that's right. The, because that's the bow on top. <laughs> exactly. Because you need like the dopamine and all this yes. to like fire off yes. and say, I'm fine. Yes. Right? To almost like tease yourself that you're fine by just like working out, going swimming. Even like when you, you know, when you're in the gym and there's like this sense of like, we got this. We're, you and Everybody's in there by themselves, but it feels like we're all working mm, out together. Mm. So the idea of like, you belong to a group. That's another thing. So find some friends, even if they're associates, but do something that you enjoy mm, doing. Mm. Um, being honest with yourself. So I like that you said that earlier, that you're honest with yourself. Um, I still want to get on those hiccups you said are going on right now. No, just kidding. But the, we idea can, we is, can, we can. the idea, though, is that you're transparent. So you don't, you can't stay sad too long, knowing that you're that way. 
You probably don't I, stay sad long. Not really. Not really. Like, yeah, because you're like, this is me. I, I'm struggling. So anyone around you yeah. will have to say what's wrong because you're saying I'm not good today. Yeah. And maybe like the longest I'll be depressed. Yeah. Maybe like. A week, two weeks. Yeah. Like yeah, up to I'm a month maybe. Like yeah, yeah. I've nothing done a good longer month. than that. Yeah. I've done a good month. I've done a good month of being sad. I remember I called it the after five. I said, um, I told this lady who was married and I think I had a kid in the way. Mm. And I said, you don't know what it's like at 501. Cause she saw me, she was like, you're always so happy nine to five. And I was like, yeah, but at 501 as a single woman, like I have to ask myself who I'm gonna eat dinner mm. with. If I wanna mm. go on a date, mm. you know, am I gonna watch Wheel of Fortune again? You're watch so with my glass of I wine. Love the right? Of Why is the Wheel of Fortune forever okay <laughs> with me? Yeah, but like it's not so cute at 501. Like you don't oh, want to date a thousand dudes. Definitely. That's number one. Definitely. That's not so hot. Definitely. Right? You don't want to be That's the alcoholic. That's not where you don't want to be the alcoholic with a glass of wine. Okay. Okay. And you don't want to be bored at your own house because you don't have anything to do so. And you don't want to become boring. Okay. Okay. Especially knowing that you have all this personality. Yes, like you, God. Going on. But you know <laughs> what I have learned is that we have to be patient to know when our season is. Mm. Right? Because that's Sometimes our boredom is knowing that we're supposed to be doing this, this, and that, mm. and it's not like panning out for us in our own minds of mm. what the timing should be. Mm. So we're actually so it's like, not in our alignment. It's what? not in our timeline. Exactly. Yeah. We're like, um, what's the problem? Mm. Either you talking to God, like speed this thing up. You praying hella hard. Your knees hurt. Like no. So wait, wait, yes. wait, wait. So is it weird when I'm out of my comfort zone? Like when I feel that I'm not comfortable. Is that weird that like I curse myself out? I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Oh. Do it. Stop being a pussy. You gotta do it. Your wait, dream's not wait. gonna come true if you don't fucking wait, do it. Hold on. Get your bitch ass out there. And then okay, I let's, usually let's work this I out. end up doing it. So is that like weird? Is that healthy? Okay, now I'm about to go in. I'm about go to ahead. go in. Okay. So already the shut the fuck up. Okay, <laughs> let's go there. Whose voice is that? That's like my inner voice. Did to someone myself. talk to you that way as a child, that aggressively? Um, I guess like my dad and like my coaches and for stuff. For sure. Yeah. So don't say I guess. Just say it is. It is what it is. <laughs> right? So for you, it got to be the only way that you learn motivation is through abuse, verbal abuse. Oh, definitely. Shut the fuck up is not the most adaptive language. Yeah. Maybe like then you called yourself a pussy. Yeah. So who's who called you a pussy growing up? Was that a brother? Was yeah. that a dad? Definitely 